listening to the Word of Empowerment with Reverend Prosper Asamoa of Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary, Takrade, where Jesus is exalted and His love demonstrated. Now, the message for today. For some time now, we're talking to you about the Most High God and the other gods. I've said God created the other God. In fact, God created those gods. They are called sons of God. He created them before he created mankind. He created them for his own pleasure. He created them so that they will work with him to achieve his ultimate purpose. But he, and he created man after that. That's why he said, let us create man. He was talking to them because they were in his image, but they are not at his level. And so God created man. Some of those sons of God rebelled. They convinced man. Satan was leading them. He, he convinced man to change, to, to disobey God, and on and on. And then we came to the Tower of Babel. So after the fall in the garden, then the fall during Noah's time, and then this one, man said, let us build a temple so that we can put the gods there so that we will be worshipping them. So God decided to disperse man over the nations. And then he dispersed the gods to rule over man. So every nation had gods in charge. And some of the gods were not ruling well. We see in Psalm 82 that God had called a council. Jehovah. Jehovah had called a council of the other gods. And he was reprimanding them for the way they were ruling. So what we know is that in Deuteronomy chapter 32, God put the Jehovah God put the various gods in charge of the other nations. So every land, every every space on earth is controlled by a god. It's either controlled by the Most High God or it is controlled by those other gods. So that is a fact that we must bear in our mind that we must never forget. Okay, let's look at scripture and see whether it's 
confirms what I'm saying. There are many scriptures where I've selected a couple, two, three, two. There was a time that David was being chased by Saul. He was being chased He was chasing him all over the place because Saul, uh, he saw that Saul, uh, David would be king and he wanted to kill him. No, Tata, no, son, the way you there. So, so David left Israel and went into uh, another land. And 1 Samuel chapter 26, verse 19. Good news. It's, it says, Your Majesty. So David was talking to Saul from far. He was, saying, he was talking to you. He said, Your Majesty, listen to what I have to say. If it is the Lord who has turned you against me, an offering to him will change his mind. But if some people have done it, may the, Lord, may the Lord's curse fall on them. For they have driven me out from the Lord's land to a country where I can only worship foreign gods. At that time, they, understand, they are understanding and the truth, the spiritual truth is that God was in control. God was reigning in the land of Israel. It is a fact. Isn't that? And that the other lands are controlled by other gods. Because they know scripture. They know the history. They know what happened at the Tower of Babel, they know all those. So they know that the other lands are controlled by other gods. So David is saying that if you are chasing me, you have chased me to the extent that now I've left Israel. Now where I am, I can only worship other gods. I can't worship Jehovah. It is a David Kanye. Sata Tama may feel Israel da. No, no, Biama Babodri, or Nabia Motum Namasum, Israhin, Nembom, and Yamenkano, Namuakrena. Because when God chose Abraham, He said He would give him a land. Eventually, they came to land, they came to settle in Canaan, they came to Israel. So the land of Israel is where God raised. But He had given all the other nations to other gods. Erasia Abraham, Bose, other Sasu Bibamano, Abraham Kobonasis, or Canaan. There's another story that emphasizes or that explains their thinking or proves their thinking. Second Kings chapter five. This is about Second Kings chapter five from verse fifteen. This is about Naaman. Naaman was a Syrian army general. He went to war several times for the Syrian army. And he was, but he was a leper. When we say leper, we always think of the finger is cut. It's not every leprosy that makes the finger is cut. It is a, it's a skin disease. Because this one, this one, he could, could shoot bow and arrow, which means that his fingers were correct. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But he had leprosy. Leprosy is a skin disease. But there was an Israelite servant in the house who said, if 
he could go to Israel, there's a prophet there who could heal him. So eventually he packed a lot of good stuff and traveled to Israel. Israel. And he went to meet Prophet Elisha. So when he, he got there, Elisha didn't come out. Elisha was in his room and said they should tell him to go and bath in the Jordan. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like you come and Prophet Ado usually tell you, come go and kneel in the altar and just pray at the altar. Sometimes we say, come and pray. And we say, come to the church and pray. Don't pray at home. Come. I give some people fasting. I say, look, don't fast at home. Come to the church every day. Come and pray at the church. You talk to them later and say, oh, Pastor, I fasted, but I didn't come to church. I prayed. I, I prayed. I prayed at home. Mm, That's by the way. Eventually, he bathed in the river and then he was whole. Then he came to Elisha. Verse 15. He returned to Elisha with all his men. And said, Now I know that there is no God but the God of Israel. He says, I know there is no God but the God of Israel. When in the Bible you, you see statements like this, like there's no God, it doesn't mean that in reality there's no God. It only means that there's no God like the God of Israel. He says, there's no God that can compare to the God of Israel. That's what he's saying. Because if you listen to him going for Israel, he was talking about the gods of Syria. Hallelujah. Amen. You see some scriptures like that in the Bible. I'm, I'm, let me explain further. Like I said earlier, if I say there's no woman for me, I don't see any woman in this church. There's only Rosemont. There's no woman apart from Rosemont. It doesn't mean that in reality there's no woman in this church. I'm saying that there's no woman like Rosemont in this church. She's the best. Hallelujah. There's no God apart from God in Israel. So please say, accept a gift. He wanted to give a gift. He said no. Elisha answered, By the living Lord whom I serve, I swear. So Elijah refused. Verse 17. He refused to get a gift. Verse 17. So Naaman said, If you won't accept my gift, then let me have 
two mill loads of earth to take home with me, because from now on, I will not offer sacrifices or burnt offering to any God except the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. He says he should allow him to take earth, sand, from Israel, two loads, so that two cameras, two animals will carry it to Syria. Why? Because in those times, they understood spiritual things and they know that God, every land is controlled by a God. Every land is controlled by a God. And now he knows that the God that controls the land of Israel he is the most powerful. He says there's no God like him. So now if he takes the land of, some of the land of Israel, the sand from Israel, and takes it to Syria and puts it down, it means that he has brought Israel to Syria. So when he stands on that sand in his land in Syria, he is standing on the land of Israel. Hallelujah. <laughs> So they understood that God, the God's reign by geography. I'm talking about spiritual geography. Because how the spiritual realm controls uh, physical locations. And they understood it. And the Bible was written with that world view. So the whole scripture is written with the view and the fact, the, the fact, the spiritual fact that every land is controlled by a God and the Jehovah God controls the land of Israel during the time of the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. Even until the time that Jesus came, God controlled Israel and other gods controlled other lands. Even during the time of Jesus, you see what happened. Matthew 8, verse 28 and 29. Give me um, ESV, normal ESV. It says, and when Jesus, and when he came to the other side, to the territory of the Gadarenes, or to the country of the so this is another country, it's not Israel. Jesus moved across the sea to another country. Two demon possessed men met him coming out of the tombs. So fierce that no one could pass that way. They were wild demon possessed. Sometimes when you are praying for demons, you see how they are getting wild. These people, they were demon possessed. They are wild, so nobody could pass there. But they were in a different country. Jesus had moved to another country. We feel Israel. We feel Israel. We feel Israel. We Israel. We feel Israel. 
29. And behold, they cried, that's the demons, cried, what have you to do with us, O son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Because they know that there's a time that the God of Israel will send his children to go and torment them. But at that time, they knew that it wasn't time yet because Jesus had not died. It wasn't time yet for them to be tormented. So he said, ah, have you come here to torment me? It means that he is in a land that is controlled by another God. So why is Jesus bringing his Holy Spirit to come and torment them? Hallelujah. So, this is just to tell you that it is a spiritual fact that God's rule in various places. And when we come to our local, you know that when you go to every village, every town, or every clan have their own gods that rule over them. They don't interfere with the other clan next door. Every clan has, there's a geographical, there are boundaries for gods. When we are among our traditional people and they are they are saying things, in fact, they say a lot of spiritual truth. Sometimes the only thing that they don't know is that there's a most high God who rules above all the gods that they know. And they know that there are boundaries for every God. That's why they always try to link in the spiritual realm. They link one God here to another God. When you travel, when you travel like we are here, if the gods want to worry you from your hometown, they must consult the gods here who have control over this territory to deal with you. That's what they do. So they control. It is so having established that every land is controlled by Jehovah God or the other gods, how do we apply this to ourselves? But let's go back still to the Israelites. Before they came to Canaan, God was leading them, and He was leading them by His presence. 
He was with Moses. He never left Moses. His presence was constantly with Moses. You see, we are told, we read from Hebrews that in times past, the Spirit of God came upon the prophet. He came, it will come upon them and then it will go. It will come upon them and it will go. But someone like Moses, the Spirit of God came upon him and he stayed with him constantly because he was constantly in operation. He was constantly doing a project for God. He was leading the children of God and he was leading the nation of God. So the presence of God had to be there to make sure that he, he, he is leading them and nothing happens to them. So Moses had the presence of God with him throughout the journey, even in Egypt, throughout the journey. So he made them build the Ark of the Covenant, which was the present, which represents the presence of God. In fact, God's presence was on the Ark. They had the mercy seat where they believed that God sits there. So his presence was there. So it means that anywhere they are, because of the Ark, God has his presence. So if they go to a land that's being controlled by other gods, they were traveling, it's being controlled by other gods. The moment they arrive there, the presence of God takes charge of the area that the Israelites have covered, and the other gods have to give way. Hallelujah. And he was also with the leader. He told Joshua, Joshua 1, 3 and 5. He said, every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given to you. It means that anywhere that is his steps, Joshua, he has given it to him. And verse 5, he says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. It is not living. It's not forsaking. It is because of his presence that he will be able to take every land that his, his soul shall tread. That's why he can, be have, he can have victory. Nobody will be able to defeat him because of the presence of God. Also, Every war that the Israelites fought was a spiritual war. It was the other gods fighting, trying to fight Jehovah, resisting Jehovah. And we see it physically as if they were just a human fight. No, it was not physical. It was spiritual fight. And our fight is a spiritual fight. Any fight we are fighting, any struggle you are struggling, is a spiritual struggle. And you need to have the presence of God at all times so that you'll be able to overcome every opposition of the other gods. Hallelujah. 
Yabakande, you do know who there, Israel, you be no work or no woman no question you know, and Yamin Kana, no one in Yamiko Koko, you see, the master not to answer an abra bomb. I could see Biara Yerizino, or you who name Mose, Nambom Susumose. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why Paul said that. And Paul was a Jew, and he understood spiritual things. He understood all these things that I'm telling you. And when he was talking to the Gentiles who were not Jews, they didn't have this history, they didn't have this background, they didn't have this understanding of the, 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 of the gods and Jehovah God. But he still had to tell them because if you become a Christian, you are in the war. That's why he told them in Ephesians 6, 12, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. He said that there's something else which is not physical that we are fighting against. And we are fighting against rulers. Rulers rule over places. It's authorities, excuse me, authorities against cosmic powers. It means there are spiritual powers who are ruling in darkness and against spiritual forces. So he, Paul was explaining to the Gentiles who are not Jews that you are like us. We didn't have the understanding of spiritual things that the Jews had. The Jews, it was easy for them to know that it's a war because that is their history, that is their background. And so he was telling the Gentiles, and we are Gentiles. We were Gentiles. He says, we are fighting a spiritual war. And this is the background to the spiritual war. Paula, oye juni, no one who knew war, susum in Zama Wintino, or Katche, Amanamanfa, one one ye damenta sefa, dam in Zama Jew, for when you meet there, your susuma, Kuzibo Hornomo. Okay, here the Orkans and Panitre, Amanamanfono, Omawanya and Tassi, them rejuni, Obenya, into no Orkatcha one day. To fight, to win that battle, we need the presence of God, like Joshua. And we need to activate his presence in our lives at all times. Because the fact is that God can be everywhere. But he's not everywhere at the same time. It is where his name is called. That's where he is. Where he is called, that's where he is. Don't tell me that God is in the fetish shrine and he's sitting there with them. Don't tell him that God is at Vienna and he is there with you. Man can chum the Razi or Vienna, nor can one walk on one. If you are there, you are on your own. The other gods are controlled. It's a land, it's an area that's controlled by other gods. Say what Biotsi Damana is all home. No more in Yaman Kano, no what's it too more. So don't be deceived that God is always with me. I know I prayed before I went. You went where? The man that down there, a Razi Kano, to be our court and Biano, no Kano. You must carry his presence at all times. And when you carry his presence, you, are, you take charge over a place. So you don't go and compromise in a place and think that because you are born again, that is it. We must build up ourselves to carry his presence. If you, carry, you build up yourself to carry his presence, Anywhere you step, the spirits there will know that you have arrived. They will know that God 
the most high God has arrived. It says, anywhere the soul of, it says, I will not leave you or forsake you. Anywhere the soul of your feet tread, it shall be yours. It means that the presence of God with you, when you step somewhere, the other gods will know, will notice you. Then they will go away. I want us to think spiritual. I want us to understand spiritual things. Spiritual realities. I will not deceive you. I will not know spiritual realities and hide it and come and teach you three steps to success. Uh, plan and then uh, whatever those things. What, what, what do they say? Those things. Plan, imagine, plan, execute, and set a deadline. It's, they are good, but on the, behind everything, behind them all, it's a spiritual fight. That's why Paul said, concerning spiritual things, I don't want you to be ignorant. And today I'm writing my letter to the people of Love Sanctuary. I say, concerning the gods, I don't want you to be ignorant. Amen. Concerning the gods, you will not be ignorant. Because when you understand it and you get to know it, you see that when you are reading your Bible, you can see, you can see throughout the whole Bible. Not only in the Old Testament, in the New Testament it is there, powerful. So, when, book of Jude says that building up yourself, praying in the Holy Spirit, he says we must build up ourselves. Building, if you build yourself, what happens is that you position yourself such that the other gods will notice you. The presence of God with you will make you take charge. Many of us are struggling in various aspects of our life because we don't carry the presence with us all times. Don't be deceived that once you are born again, every time the presence of God is with you. You are born again, you will go to heaven. But you can go to heaven after you have failed and suffered on earth. If you want to take charge, you must carry the presence of God. Christianity is not that simple. It says my yoke is light, but it's not that you can just do anything, just... One day you say, I accept, God, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and that is all, and after that, you can live anyhow. No, you must carry the presence, because the ultimate aim of God is to take territories, is to win the people, bring people into the kingdom, and he needs his presence to go out there to get those nations for Christ. So to build up ourselves, we need to pray in the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 14.4 says, The one who speaks in tongues builds up himself. When you build up yourself, it is not the physical macho. If you want the physical macho, 
you talk to Jude, he'll take you to the gym. He will have macho. That is physical macho. But if you speak in tongues, you build your spiritual macho. And you must build your spiritual macho, and with that, you carry the presence of God. Pray in tongues when you wake up in the morning. Pray in tongues. the presence of God. That it should come with you. When you get to your office, pray. Declare, mention the name of Jesus. Because when you mention the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. What knee do you think is bowing? When we say every knee shall bow, what do you imagine? It's the God they bow. And every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. You mention the name of Jesus and you take charge. You see, from what I've taught you now, when you go to a place or you are praying and you mention the name of Jesus, what you must imagine is that, as you mention the name of Jesus, every other God is bowing. In the past, when you mention the name of Jesus, you don't even know what it means. You just mention it as if it's an address, care of Jesus Christ. Bible says, just give him a name above every name. So Jesus is also a son of God. But he's a special son of God. He's in a different class of the sons of God. When you mention his name, all the sons of God, they bow. Hallelujah. Amen. So next time you are praying and you pray and you say, in the name of Jesus, say it with faith and with vim, knowing that by mentioning the name of Jesus, you are invoking him. And when he comes, every other God will bow. I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm remaining in this point. But when you are praying and you mention the name of Jesus, okay, sometimes we pray and say Jesus' name without even realizing we have said Jesus' name. You just say it without being conscious of it. Wrong. Wrong. You are invoking God into the sin. And sometimes we just say it and we say, oh, in the name of Jesus. You, 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 you don't even realize you have said it. Can you mention my name without knowing you've mentioned my name? Even me. Then why could you mention Jesus' name? Don't know you mention Jesus' name. When you mention Jesus' name, do it with intention. Do it with an expectation. Do it knowing that when you mention that name, that's why I say we shouldn't mention his name in vain. Oh Jesus, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> 
Bibi a basi ni kona ya boji si asisi ni mpoa ya humba ya hundo da ya boji ino na susi si ya ya bohu damizini ya ruba ya bobo nini dadu suwa hundo mde ya bo damizini ne nyamen kani ni na walbama kwan inti no no kande ma yamboni zini biara biara si si ya nyamu mtasi inti ya ruba ya zaku kudrini ndamie ni atibo boni zino. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. After we've heard all this, I want to show you some practical steps we must take. Apart after prayer and keeping the presence of God and walking in His presence at all times, there are some things that we must do regularly when the occasion demands so that the power of God will take charge over a place. It is my desire that we shall all carry the presence of God so we can be able to deal with every spirit that worries us. But it is a fact that even as we are developing to reach that point, there are people who are ahead of us who carry the anointing higher than us, who can go and intervene for us in, on occasions to make sure that the presence of God comes over a place and takes charge over a place. Hallelujah. Amen. When we got this land, there was this uh, issue about the land that it was for the gods. We didn't know when we bought it. The previous buyers, when they buy and they have the issue with the gods, they go and sell it quietly. And we, we also bought it quietly. We didn't know that there was an issue until we started building and they came and said we should come over and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, they wanted us to, they wanted to do Bura here. They wanted to do a well here so that they would come and do, uh, they are pacified their gods here. I said, no, me, we won't agree. We, it's a church. We cannot stay here with their gods. They said, I came to meet the gods. So if I cannot stay with the gods, then I should go away. I said, no, we shall see. When they make their decision, they should come back to me. When they, when they finally agree, I made them an offer that I'll get them land somewhere to do so. They said no. I said, okay, then that is it. That was it. And since then, the gods have never done anything. They can't do anything here. Do you know how I got to know Mr. Yosin come? Give, and uh, it's not that I wanted to give them land to do bura for the God. I said, if they want water, if the water they want, they should show me a place. I'll do borehole for them so that they'll get water. They said, no, it's not water they want. They want bura for the God. And I said, no, that one will not happen. 
After some some memes, they went to Mr. Yosin. Mr. Yosin told me some of the elders went to his house. He stays in Anaji. He likes there. He's still there. <laughs> they came to him and what did they say? They said that uh, the but God has done what? They said the God was looking for a place. a place to stay because we have driven the gods away from here. They are looking for a place. They went to one God. The God didn't accept them. They went to another God. The God didn't accept them. So their God is still roaming. Anaji paying free. <laughs> we are laughing, but these are realities. It's not Abakosem. It's not like something that somebody, it happened some uh, 70, 100 years ago. I'm telling you, I'm alive. I'm here. He's here. They went to his house to tell me that your pastor. He thinks he's stubborn. But they had to confess that the God is looking for a place. The God had this place as his habitation. But when the Most High God arrived, Hallelujah. Amen. But somebody had to carry the presence of God and bring it here. Somebody carried the presence of God and when he came here and he we started the work. Honestly, me at that time I didn't know there was it was a fetish place. But because of my relationship with God, as I was moving, my presence, his presence was with me. That is all. So when we're saying all those things, and one lady also told me that they said I've put the God in a bottle and I've closed it and I've thrown it into the sea. But those are manifestations of what has happened in the spirit realm. I must be honest with you. I won't pretend that I did some fasting and some prayer and declare something. I didn't do anything because I didn't even know. But my presence alone dealt with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why when you are renting your house, when you buy your land you want to build, you can pray over it. But we have made ourselves available that Come and talk to us. We will go there and pray. And if there's any God who can stand our God, you come and see me, I'll, I'll delegate one of my pastors to go. And when you go, or if I come myself, there's no God that can stay there and molest you. Hallelujah. Amen. 
number catch on some poor on one qua or boss one so free be more co no son a razin any more can one want to know someone will catch us as no do and I fear I can hear no more no bomb power hold my tum and also then you may be a road to ban or hope you know or don't and some of you don't do that now so you won't be no one yana dam you think you are okay but if there's a spirit, a God ruling over a place and you go there, what will happen is that he will molest you. And sometimes some of the problems we have, it's not from your hometown. It is from your location. I hear the people who bought this land. One of them, he bought the land. His son died. And what his business collapsed. The person who bought the land from that time, he was owing, he was hiding. He was in hiding. So it is the lawyer who sold the land to us before, before, before going to be paid. They used to, he went to go and pay a debt before he could come out of hiding. That was how bad it is. And to about five people, within a period of about 10 years, about five people have bought and sold this land before it got to us. That's how bad it was. But it is the presence of God. So you need, and all those people, they are good people, they were Christians. It is the presence of God that you need. And you need sometimes a higher anointing. I'm teaching this so that we don't take anything for granted. You see, <laughs> there are gods. Don't be blaming only your aunties and your grandmothers. I don't know why only the women you blame. The men too, some can be bad. It could be your location. And because gods reign in geographical locations, let us take care of them. And we have the power. We have the anointing. God has given us the people to lead. He said, Joshua, I'll be with you. I'll not leave you. I'll give you the land and the people also. So sometimes God's anointing is high on a person. And we must respect the anointing on the men of God and take advantage of it and live happier and better lives. Hallelujah. Za onye dawa semi muni de nkofubeye num na sasi afo woni semansana nye ye nyanayato na binuma na womno obi nimba wui obi so zeze zekao impo nyi paye ye to efini semno no zeka manti wa konsumema no lawyer no yine nyim ma yezis kaman ansano uko chuechi akao no ananyipakuna utumna we yinitirepo ya inti no yaipma enyawunta aside dam enyami woti banu wambiambia woti banu wabron bron inti man tutu wandazi Hallelujah. Amen. Recently, Brother Enoch went to rent a house. And I told him earlier that before he, 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 he pays for any house, he should let us know so that we went pray that he, he was in a hurry, so he went to rent a house. After he went to pay everything, he came and asked Pastor Van to go and pray. Pastor Van, when they came back and said he was not happy with the place, he felt a bit heavy, but he prayed. He commanded and prayed. After that, the landlord said he would give the house to the guy that. Why? I believe that the prayer had touched something. Something was knocking something, and he couldn't stand it. And sometimes people invoke spirits. So when you go and live in their house, then all your prosperity will be going to them. Friday, we were praying about destiny changes. You didn't come. 
Now, so if you want to bomb my man's there, or bomb pen, and then why you drew, or yats and cap our honum, now sooner or bomb pa, no, 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 where there's a shrine, around the shrine, there's no development. Notice, go and do a survey. Look at every shrine and see the development around the shrine. The African gods, they are dirty and they are poor. Basha, Abezi, that's it. Bebiara, Abusum, Wano, Damusonum, Wanum, no. Imputu, Biara, and Kwadu, Wanum. Namika, Sinipu, there. Africa, they are both one way of thing. And they are poor. Now, what is here so? They go and hide in the forest. They go and hide in. They are dirty. One pure chromat now. And it's a spirit. They are ruling over those areas. When you go and live around. My, one of my sons went to hire a house in some corner B of. What's the name of the place? You forgot him. Elliot, where is he? Some corner be the day I was going to dedicate his child, I had to park the car and walk. I didn't, I don't mind walking. But when I was going, I realized that no, I was going into some dark jomo. Some darkness. I was I felt that no, people were living there, people are there. But I said, No, this place is not good. They've brought you here too. And since he went there, he accumulated debt. Plenty. He went there with extra he had money to put up uh, to what you could do renovation on somebody's house and everything. When he went there, he accumulated debt until I told him, if you don't move from there, you, you. And then when he moved, when he moved, now he's paying off the debt, he's happy and everything. God's rule over places, la. When he was going, they didn't call anybody to go and pray. If we had called, Pastor Do called me, we would have told him, no, don't come here. But he didn't call anybody. Before you move to go and establish that business, you didn't take me to your farm. You were doing it quietly. You were hiding it. Up to now, I've not known there. Everywhere. <laughs> when you want to start any business, you must. You need, we need to pray. We, we need to take charge so that you succeed. My desire is that you succeed. That's all. Maybe just some need a more hunde. I will eat some pon. And I'm going to be a rapper there too. You may be a rapper there, busy, you know. Mamuhu. So that is a mokoha. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll be coming to your business places. not because I want money. If I come there, don't give me any rope. If you want to give me money, give me at another time. But I'll be coming to your business places. I'll be coming there. And some of my pastors will be coming. We are not coming for money. We are just coming so that the presence of God will be at your business place. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sometimes the, the person next door is working against you. When we come there, the, we will work with the presence of God. But it's not a prayer that you also develop so that you can 
power the presence of God at every time. Even before we started this church, Takwa, when Takwa, my, my wife, we had a friend, Auntie Agi, she had a shop. And every time she wants mommy to come to the shop, because she said, anytime mommy comes there and goes, when she's there, people come. When she leaves the presence, people buy. She makes more sales when she comes there. Even when she goes away, because she wants to be coming there often. At least every week she must pass there. <laughs> But you have a responsibility to make sure that you yourself, when you wake up in the morning, pray, mention God, evoke God, let the presence of God be with you. And as you go, you see the presence of God leading you and paving way for you so that all those obstacles of other gods will give way to you. Haven't you heard that somebody will pray, you fast and pray, or because you are prayerful, one day you go to work, your boss will say, I don't want to work with you again. You have not done anything. You'll be wondering what is it. Sometimes it's evil spirit, but sometimes too, it is the spirit of God. They cannot stand the spirit of God. And when it happens, you know that one, this one is God. You live it. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you don't pray and you are just there, the spirits that are looking for you, they, you see, as you are walking, you can't be neutral. You are either being followed by the gods or you are being followed by the Holy Spirit, which is the Most High God. And so what is around you affects you. And sometimes where you are, where you live, and where you operate your business creates an aura around you. So if you live in a wrong place, it puts an aura around you. The gods will control you. They will be around you. So anywhere you go, you are, you, are, you are taking them along. But if you are in a wrong place and you charge yourself with the power, you see that there will be conflict in the place. Your landlady will be worrying you. Ah, you must go. I blink with my landlady. They, we, it was eventually I had to go. Because they couldn't stand. Later, I understood. You must know that the spirits are there. They have power. They reign. They want to be in charge of various places and various people. We must also take our stand and be in charge. Charge ourselves with the Holy Ghost. And with the Holy Ghost of the Most High God. Because God's intention, let's not forget, is to get the nations for God. And we must make sure that we are charged so that we can be able to pull the nations to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. 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 
and now so nyame nka no won sunsun na wo kan ho ya be ya jeje fu yo hia de yesi ya na abrabo ya sise ya ho ampa bom ama bibia ya nam no na chede nyame na nyim na okan ya ho hallelujah amen let us dedicate our houses let's dedicate our cars listen you get a new job you go to a new office somebody was there the aura around him he has created he has, his presence there over the period has left a, depo, a spiritual deposit and you need to cleanse the place listen the abey for the busum for they do it because they understand we don't understand we don't see anything so we just get up got a new job praise the lord <laughs> then you just go open the door you go and sit down and you start working then things start doing this way let's take charge because the presence of somebody in that place left a certain deposit you you buy a new car and, and many of us cannot buy brand new cars so we buy second hand cars the person who was driving the car he may have a spirit an aura around him it is it remains in the car and so that's why we dedicate cars i've told my pastors i dedicate brand new cars they dedicate second hand cars <laughs> i tear <up> about it. <laughs> But come, let's dedicate the car. Hallelujah. Because it could be anything. If you have a brand new car, you must dedicate it. We must dedicate every vehicle. Dedicate every house. Dedicate every business place. We must. Hallelujah. At the beginning of the year, I said, bring oil. Take it. Pour half in your house. And pour half in your workplace. You didn't understand. Because I wanted the presence of God to be there. But if you are moving again, let us know. Let us do it for you. Hallelujah. The presence of God will cause the almighty God to be with you and to cause you to have dominion and to rule over the places that you are. Your business shall prosper. Your, your marriage shall succeed in the name of Jesus Christ. Put your hands together celebrate Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Listening to the Word of Empowerment with Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takrade. We love because He first loved us. Right here, right